What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Jiggy John Show. Now, this is episode five, and this is the couple version of my show. Now, today, I am in my Porsche 911 Turbo. First time we're gonna be cruising in this bad boy. And there's a reason behind it, because today's guest is an amazing bloke who is pretty much what we call the king of raps. Started his business in Malaysia and now he is in hard want across the globe. It is none other than my man, Remus Chung from a company called Motorsport Playground. And if you are into the car business or if you love playing with your toys, this guy can wrap anything for you. And he has wrapped all my cars in the past, even today. So if you see me on the roads of Kuala Lumpur, it's the handiwork of this man and it is him today. Come on in, my man, come on in. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, on the show today, Mr. Remus Chung of Motorsport Playground. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, people? Oh, that's right, man. Now here's a man who's full of life, always exuberant and 24/7 with a big smile on his face. What's, what's the up? story? What's the story? How are you always such a joy bug, Remus? I mean, I've always wanted to ask you that because you are like wired. You're 24/7 wired. How do you even do that? I don't know, man. I just love what I do, and that makes me happy, man. I think in life you must you must find what you love to do because, and just do it. Because I'm pretty sure everyone who knows you, who has come in contact with you, will say that about you. You are always this chipper bunny, like you're like perpetually on a high. But not all the time. Sometimes I get stressed. Well, stressed, but the thing is, I think you deal with stress very well because in all these years of me knowing you, um, you know, you just seem to exude this huge zest for life. Have you always been like that? Well, I mean, yes and no. Okay. I mean, you always see the nice, bright side, you know, things that are always fine and dandy. Right. But what you don't see is, you know, when things don't go well, I go really mad. I, I, do you? I throw my tantrum. Yeah, of course. Oh, you of do? Course. I mean, seriously, man, I, I go I go crazy when things don't, don't go so well. We are exactly the same. Yes, yes. This we is, are, I swear, if people don't see that side, but if we speak to the ones closest to us who spend the most amount of time with us, it's we go big or we go home. Yes. yes. And I think that is because we are perfectionists, am I right? Because we want to achieve something that's, um, you know. Wow, I didn't, I didn't realize you were exactly the same like <laughs> me. Because the thing is, yeah. genuinely, we, I mean, I know that for a fact about you because I've seen you work. We love what we do. Right. Uh, and, and obviously, most of the time at the end of the day in the front lines, that's what we do. We exude that, that front, which is who we are. We're not pretending, but in our earnest desire for things to go well, if the shit hits the ceiling, or oh, yep, it hits yep. the ceiling. Yeah, nice. You have to answer the, to your client. So I think my staff need to interview your staff. <laughs> yeah, man, they need to, we, man. We need to get a behind the scenes. It will yeah. be a major bitching session. They'll be like, my boss is insane. Yeah. It's crazy, man. <laughs> Alright, so how in the world did you get into this line, dude? Like, let, let's just go back a little bit. Like, what did you even study and how did you end up wrapping cars for a living across the globe? Well, how did I start it? Okay, when I was little, even as, as a very young age, I like drawing. I like to draw, I like to scribble. Okay. In, in, in school, in primary school, I would like doodle on, in my text my textbook. Yep. Uh, you know, when teachers teaching, I was always drawing, drawing. So my textbook is full of just illustration, drawings, and I'm not paying attention to what, what is taught in class. Like, Where were you studying? Where did you study? I mean, I was, I was, I was a Subang boy, so I was in this uh, Subang Utama school. That's where I spent my... Were you a hard stream or science stream? I was in 
else in science, you'd be surprised. I did biology, I did chemistry, I did physics. You? Yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is because I have a chance to do, to choose, you know, art or science. Right. But I knew I want to challenge myself. I want to know, because if I want to do art, then I'll be with the, I mean, it's bad to say that, but with the lower, less mm. smart kids. Hey, homie, class. you're looking at an art stream boy, brother. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so I've got a chance to, so I did, I did, I did all right in in my form three, so I'm given a chance to do science yep. in uh, in in uh, upper high school. So yeah, so I took up biology, I took up science stream. So it was it was tough, but it was interesting. I get to dissect like frogs and stuff. You know that 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 was pretty interesting, though. I don't know if I would want to be doing that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I did I did I did science and um, I learned quite a lot, though. Now what did you do after form five? Then I I took a break. I was I was just skateboarding. I was I was skateboarding, riding BMX bikes. You're okay. one of those guys. I mean, I was heavily influenced by the whole street culture when I was growing up. Wow, hip hop and yeah, hip hop and rap. That, that really shaped who I am right now. So tell me, who was your favorite uh, rap artist of the '90s? Well, back then it was um, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, the whole Death Row camp. That was that was amazing, man. That was like I would say the best, the, the golden era of hip hop. But I must say, you have not stepped out of it. You are I'm the still, ultimate chigger. I'm still you, yeah, you, man. you are the uh, you are the epitome of chiggerness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I was when I was young, I want to be a rapper. Well, Honestly, I want to be a rapper. Look, let's look at how you talk, <laughs> dude. You exude. This, yo, yo, yo. You, you're all about the rap culture, yeah, man. You're yeah, the yeah. only Malaysian Chinaman I know who does it, and you have that swag without even <laughs> trying. But it's pretty no, obvious, man. huh? That that influence has set the pace for you for life. Yeah, man. I mean, the, um, yeah. It's it's just who you are, and the best part is you're not even trying. You actually do it just so naturally, and it's like, how the heck did this guy just be <laughs> so? Your Ebonics is on point twenty four seven. You're like, what up, dog? How you doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you hanging in there? You tight? You eye? Yeah, man. That's how I speak since you know. Back in the day, so I've never changed. I mean, the friends who I've, I've never met for like 20 yeah, years, they're yeah. like, Man, you're still the same, man. You're still the same dude that I've met 20 years ago. That's what I'm saying. So, so I mean, yeah. I've known you all this while, and some people would think that you're just putting it on, but in reality, you've been shaped by what you were exposed to back yeah, in the yeah, day, yeah. and it's just become a way of life for you. Okay, so what did you study when you, after Form 5? So, I took a year break. This is my dad say, Remus. I give you a year okay. to decide what you want to do in life. How what, the hell did you, you choose the name Remus, by the way? No, my dad named me Remus. I mean, my it's dad, on your IC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my IC, you're freaking kidding me. Yeah, no, yeah, man, Remus, Remus and Romulus, they were the founder of Rome. So my dad was, I think, he was fascinated by the Roman history. Damn, so Remus, son. But, but Romulus killed Remus. I know. I and mean, he took over Rome. So legend has it. But, yeah. Wow. And I had uh, pipes on my BM before that were Remus pipes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty so, decent sound as well. So not many people that I know are, are named Remus. I don't even know a, another guy who's not in KL yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah, Probably yeah. across the globe so there are quite a few. Never, yeah. So okay. So, so you took a break after Form Five. Then what? I was just writing and writing. But um, um, my dad was really against me doing skateboarding and BMX riding. He yep. was afraid that I will break my limbs. You know. Right. And um, I work hard yep. to buy my skateboard, to buy my bike. Right. And um, doing this two extreme sport, I realized I'm bad at uh, BMX riding. So okay. I started, you know, buying my bikes from America, from Japan. So I rode and rode. So this whole year was just me riding bikes, me exploring what I want, at what 18. I love in life. At yeah. 18. At 18. What year was that? Uh, was, uh, I think, 90, was 97, 97, 98, yeah. Okay. So, so then, I wanted to, uh, to be a professional 
BMX rider. BMX rider. So I rode every day, every day. And do you remember Benson Hitch's golden dream? Yes. So when I came yes. back from, from riding one day, flipped the papers, and it's got a full page. It says, tell us your dream, yeah. and we'll realize it. And I'm like, why not, man? Okay. So I wrote, my dream is to meet Matt Hoffman. Woo. He was the, like, the 10-time uh, X Games champion. Yep. He's a good rider. He's, yep. he's, you know, he's broken many limbs, and he's broken many world records. Okay. So, 20 cent stamp, put in the envelope, send it out. And a month later, okay. I received a phone call. Say, hey, Remus, I, we received your your application. Yeah. And um, we want to see you. So, we want to interview you. Okay. At this hotel in KL. So, at this particular date. So, I went. Okay. So, it's one of this five-star hotel. It's, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Concord? Yeah, man, you'll yeah, never man. forget that. When I told my dad, hey dad, they, they chose me, man. 
know, my dad, being my dad, he's like this Chinaman, old school. You know, mm, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. I can so Man. picture that. I don't know your father, but yeah. I can imagine. He'd be like, he's like, Shaba, you uh -huh. don't write like this. Huh? After you break your leg. Huh? <laughs> Oh my oh, god. Man. I still remember this. Okay, we used to hang out in SS15 Subang. I mean, okay. people in Subang will definitely know us back in the day. Like, we hang out with people like Joe Friso. Yeah. He's my good friend. Yeah. So, there's a spot we always hang out so the skateboarders, the BMX yep. riders, yep. and you know, the rappers, they would hang out, you know. Yeah. My dad would go to that spot and would tell all my friends say, stop hanging out with Remus. Are you serious? He has to study for his SPM. Wow. And my dad's like, you guys are stop hanging out with Remus, huh? Bad influence, are you? Your dad did that? Yeah, man. Whoa. And he wanted to take my bike away from me. Ooh. And I'm like, stop him. Like, it was like a big commotion. Like, man, it was malu, bro. It wow. was like, really one of the... Yeah, because you know, yeah, I man. mean... But of course, my dad, he wanted me to... to... He had good intentions. Yeah, but... but he, he just thought know. you were going to waste your life away. Yeah, yeah. So my dad was pretty strict. Like, I had a very strict upbringing. Like, you know, when I was... Back then, when I was 14, I was skateboarding. Right. He came to the skate spot, took my skateboard, put it inside his rear trunk. So the skateboard was is in a strong line, so I couldn't get access to it, so I can't skate anymore, man. Wow. So then, okay, I started working at a very young age. Every time there's self clothing, yeah. I would go to work. I was a waiter. Okay. Holiday villa. At the age of 15, it was illegal, but you know, at the time they needed people, so I went to what Damn, I was. Dude. So I saved up and I bought my own bike. Oh, so at the time. You bought all this with your yeah, own money. Yeah. And my dad, he couldn't take away my bike because I told him that I bought this bike. My own money. Yeah, so don't touch my bike. So I had a big fallout, la, but uh, yeah, la, those, those. I'm sure things are better now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's kind of that. La, that, that Wait, kind of so sure. okay, then then, oh, then, 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 then what? Then, yeah, then, you know, I want to be a BMX rider. Then a year, deadline came. So my dad's like, hey, you already one year. La. You're studying <laughs> Let me know what you want to do. Okay. So I'm still. I, I knew I want to do art. Okay. But what kind of art? So. Right. So I was, um, this one time I was in PJ State, okay. I walked past this college, it's called Saito College. Saito, yes, yeah, of course, Yeah, I walked past Saito College. I'm like, I saw the things that this display. It was so cool, I saw I walk in and then, you know, and I, I, I found out that, okay, I was pretty interested in what they they have yep. offered. Yeah, So I signed up, so I, I went to, um, but at the time I wanted to go to Lim Kok Wing. Oh, really? Because it was cooler. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Further from, from where I'm from, Subang. Okay. So then I didn't have a choice, and so I told my dad I wanted to. Um, so I, we decided on Saito, la. so I my dad said, okay, cool. So do that. I did two years in Saito, then what did you study though? Graphic design. Oh, so you did, which yeah. is interesting because uh, you were a science stream student, yep. and, and you realized that you had this knack of doodling, and you followed that passion of yours. Mm -hmm. But that's at least your dad was cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my dad is cool. He, he didn't want to dictate what I want to be. No, sure, sure. Just gave me the freedom. Right. So if I messed up, it's not his fault. Right, yeah, right. Like, choose wisely, son. Right. And I'm going to pay for it, but don't change your mind later. I understand. So I have to take a year off. I told him, give me a year. Right. So we negotiated. So a year. Then, um, yeah, so I finally decided I want to do graphic design. So uh, you, which part of Melbourne did you go? Uh, which part of, you went to Melbourne? So then I graduated after two years, I went to RMIT, ah, Royal... To do what? Melbourne Institute of Technology. I did Bachelor of Arts okay. um, in Creative Advertising. Very good. And when did you come back to Malaysia then? Came back in uh, 2002. Okay. Then what happened? Okay. During that period of time, I was still writing.
riding. I brought my bike to Melbourne. <laughs> wow. I brought my you bike took to your bike there. I took my BMX. Because my BMX was my life. You're hardcore. So I brought my bike to. Hardcore. Yeah. So. Then I bought a car in Melbourne. Okay. So I need to commit. I told my dad I need a car. So right. my dad was cool with that. So he, he, he so I bought a, a Mitsubishi Mirage. Okay. Then I started, you know, modifying the car, getting wheels and all that. Okay. Without my dad's knowledge. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, he's getting a very cheap decent car, but yeah. didn't he know? Like, Little did he know. Yeah. So I've got yeah. a, you know a couple of friends in Melbourne. My yeah. neighbors going to cars. So then okay. and also this uh, this this. This uh, husband of mine, his name is Breen, he's so into BMW, so okay. he kind of influenced me. La. Okay. So we, 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 we drove around, did some burnouts and things like that. So, so that got me into cars. Okay. And I was into graphic design and new cars. So I always wanted to beautify the cars, yep. putting graphics onto cars. La. Okay. So I came back from uh, Melbourne. Yeah. Um, then worked, worked with my dad for a bit. Okay. I bought my first car, which is a Proton Putra. Whoa, oh, Putra! Yeah, man. 1.8. So, yeah, 1.8. That was like the car. That was the car that to do up like, back then. That was yeah. Like, yeah. So, I remember some friends who had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gerard, so, you know who you are. <laughs> so that was that was a gift from my dad. Okay. Like, you, because during college, I had the shittiest car. Okay. All my friends they had Honda Civic and all these cool cars, right? Right. And I have this Nissan Blueberry. Dude, it doesn't beat my first car. <laughs> I had a 1977 Ford Escort GT but MK2. Is, but that is a cool car, man. Dude. But yeah. So anyways, my friends, they had Honda Civic. They had yeah. a lot of cool cars. Yeah. Like Honda Integra yeah. back in the day. Yes, yes. They were pulling out the chicks, man. They had yeah. the best girls in there, man. They were surrounded with like girlies, man. And I, after I rock up to college, I had to park like miles away. Oh, same. <laughs> same. So I walked in the corner. Yeah, man. So I'm like, pretend. Oh, let me get here, man. I took a bus, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, oh my God. God. Those were the days. You man. know, I used to wear a T-shirt just to drive because my car had no air condition and didn't have the fan. It had the louver right, windows, right, 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 right. so I had to use you know natural yeah. air conditioning. So I wear a, 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 a crappy T-shirt because by the time I get to college, I'm sweating. Wow. Then I'll powder down and and and, and then throw on a clean T-shirt and go to class. Because like my car had no air conditioning. Right, right, right. Yeah, but anyways. So then. Crazy. Well, then, uh, where were we? Uh, yeah, you parked the car far away. Yeah, parked the car away and uh, walked to college. So, oh, but then you yeah, had the, yeah, so, so you, you had the Mirage in the your age. Okay, so that's how I started. I got into the car. So, right. booked my dad. Yeah. And I got paid handsomely. And okay. I had a Putra. So, I told my dad, Dad, yeah. it's about time. Yeah. I want to change the car. So okay. I had the car. Okay. So, my dad is, is, is he's never, he's never into cars. He likes his Mercedes. Okay. But, uh, you know, I drive slow, 
Don't lie, you never touch law, you don't even force the law. That kind of thing. So, uh, I've been negotiating, okay? Guy is like, okay? Yeah. This, this is the deal. You pay, you can trade in the uh, Putra, yeah. whatever money, then I'll pay for the, the, top, the, up. the, the top up. Right. Bring the car. So, get the car. So, I'll have to pay for the installment. Yeah. So, I still remember, I'll pay like, I think 1005 a month. Wow. So, that, that car, the
close frowning. Okay. Then the word starts to spread. People start to notice what I do. Did you register the, the brand yet? Not yet, not yet. Okay. Not yet. So then um So you were doing it and word was spreading, but it was just like word of mouth and yeah, yeah, yeah. Rumored, there's a guy doing this now. Yep, correct. Young young guy, you know, correct, cutting correct. age, blah yep. blah blah. Then in 2008 then a big fallout. I have a big fallout with my dad. Okay. So he wanted to be he wanted me to be the second him. Of course, of course. Right? And he's like a businessman, he's like a check of portrait. He wanted to do construction, he wanted to do telecommunication, he wanted to do anything right. that can make money. Understand. Fast and easy, regardless of what it is. Right. Things without passion, things without Right. For him, it's just about the money. Of course, of course. Yeah. For him as a businessman. Sure. Things that are profitable, bang, go. I understand. Not profitable. Move on. Yeah, so yeah. I had a talk. So then I can't continue doing what what you want me to do. I'm not I can't be the second you. So I had, I had a big fallout. I said that I give up. I, I can't be doing this. This is not this is not me. I understand, I understand, I understand. Yeah. So I left. Yeah. And I worked with this um with this Japanese company. Okay. It's called Duke Racing. Okay. So Duke Racing is owned by this uh Nezukasa. Okay. So he's a very well known Japanese student. Okay. So he in, in Malaysia? In Malaysia. So this business is local businessman. Okay. Partners with Nezukasa ah. and opened up a branch in Malaysia. Okay, okay. So this friend of mine is in Ivan. He was uh, he was like the manager of this this place like, Right. In Sri Kambangan. So it's right. like hey, come join me, man. Right. Oh, cool. So I left and I, I worked with them for like seven months. That's where I learned the trick the, the, the tricks of the trailer. Okay. It's like a car workshop, you know, where right. they bring the cars in to change the boat, to tune the car, okay. things like that. Okay. So Nazuka son will come right. like every month just to make sure everything is okay. Right. So Nazuka son and me became really, really close. So I speak a little Japanese. So when I went in Japan, he really he says he treats me very well now. Even till today? I mean unfortunately he's 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 he's, he's left like he's passed away. Like. Oh okay. Yeah, right, but right. he's a legend. I mean people in the Japanese uh motorsport industry. Yeah, yeah. So then after working for seven months then I knew the time is right, so I wanted to start my own my own thing. Sure. Mm. We're back. Yeah, we're back online. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, man? Well, GoPro being GoPro decided to act the Billy Goat. So, anyways, uh, sorry about that, girl. GoPro, uh, Hero Black 7, I have, I have to war with you. Uh, you're putting me in the hot seat, uh, making me look like a bloody fool. Uh. Alright, so, anyways, you were telling me about how the fact that you had to set up a brand, and then what happened? Yeah, how did I. Yeah. Well, I wanted something original, yep. something cool, not yep. like Rima sticker. Leave it what I do, man. That's oh, so lame, man. Yeah. Actually, that could have been quite a. Okay. Rima sticker, imagine, man. Yeah, yo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or like, yeah, whatever, ABC sticker or whatever. Okay. Actually. Okay. So, I, I wanted something original, something cooler. Right. So, a place that people can hang out, nothing too serious. Yeah. You know, everybody's happy doing what they do. Yeah. So I love motorsport. So, so I came out with motorsport and playground. Did Most you coin thing. this on your own? Yes, definitely, man. Just sitting down one day and yeah, I had, I had a I had a scrapbook. Any other names? When I Google. I'm sure you had more than well, one. Well, I, I have to look back, man. I have to look back. I would love to hear, man. I have to look back what I. Can't I remember. Google. No, but I think this is the one that. No, yeah. I'm curious what other names were in the play and, and how that this has become the brand that it is today. That would be so cool, okay. man. I, I like the name, I like the word playground. Okay. Something that you, you 
makes you happy because yeah. whenever the, whenever you are at the playground, you're happy. Yes, yeah, kid, of course, right? of course. Something you look forward to go. Yeah. And something that you know your partner, your girlfriend, when they come, they they'll be happy to be there too. Sure. So I, the way I set up my shop is I've got a couch, I've got like you know like a like a place where you can drink and stuff, stuff like that. When I started, I wanted to have like all this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then the playground word must be there, like. Of course. So it's like whatever playground. No, I came up with a lot, like. like um, you know, sticker playground, and you know, raps playground. Okay. But you know, all this are, but with that, it will limit what I do. Of course. Yeah. So motorsport was yeah, a bit more open ended. Yeah. So you set it up. Set it up. Register that. Oh, before I, I didn't register that. Uh, yeah, because we needed the name to 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 so that the uh, the event must go on. So we, right. they need they need, they need uh, my branding. A branding on 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 the, on the what lah? Did approval. you come up with this design then yeah, and yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This so is still I the have, first yeah, design. Yeah. So I have to. Wow. Yeah. So yeah lah. The bird playground must be happy, happy lah. Yeah, you of, course, happy of course. So the motorsport has to be like really uh, like uh, serious lah. So I merge these two and then put this little car there. Then bang, it became. Wow. What it is right now lah. But but then how you know okay let's fast forward a little bit so now you you're wrapping cars around the world some of the you 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 wrap the biggest brands of you know across the world uh, but even in Malaysia here basically everyone who is a who's who comes to you 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 yeah. literally have a playground of boys with the greatest toys lah because whatever the brands that are out there because we do have Malaysian owners who own these brands from the Bugatti to the McLaren to the whole nine yards you have had your hands on these cars yeah I mean how crazy is that you know like so has your dad ever spoken about the fact like yeah I'm, I'm proud no. of you son no he never said that he's proud of never <laughs> once he's still frowning whenever he sees me <laughs> and he's still not happy <laughs> but he's never happy so what keeps you going today man like what what's the drive like I mean it's amazing because we we started working about the time you started as well and you know you've wrapped all the cars that I've had my vans my my event cars and all that and I don't know who linked you to me I can't remember now do you remember because I don't I can't remember man you know like back in the day like when we started wrapping cars yeah. it was not common it was nobody no, was no, doing that no when we started wrapping cars people were telling me Ringo are you, are you crazy <laughs> Wasting your time. It's right. Pain. People are saying that yeah, this is course. stupid. This will never work, man. Right. They were telling back in 2008. They were like, "Come on, don't waste your time, lah." Right. Come on, Larry Mons. They were like laughing at me, bro. Of course. They of were course. laughing at me because no one was doing that. I understand. Because we have to spare. Back then, the technology wasn't that great, and the stickers weren't air free, so we have to apply it really slowly. Oh. Very slowly. But now, there's so much technology in a, in a single sheet. This right. So the, the bubble will will go off easily. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah it's cool. I and didn't know this, dude. Yeah. So back then, we have to do it so slowly sometimes with, with, with water, wet application. That takes like, to wrap a car, maybe like, damn, like, took us really long, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So when we finish doing the whole car, and people start to be like, oh, this is achievable. Wow. Yeah. So you have seen uh, the wrap technology from these earliest days. Correct. So wait, Correct. When, you, when it came to Malaysia or when you started actively doing it, how... How mature was the rap business, even say in the States or? Was, okay, rap started for. Thank you, I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Okay, rapping cars yeah. started with uh, fleet, commercial vehicles. What year? Started, when? I mean, back in the early days, lah, probably like early, late 80s. Really? Back in the day, people were still probably like airbrushing. Okay. Yeah, you know, started like 
cars like you know Cellcom, Maxis, you know things like that back in America. Yeah, so like, did it start in the states? Is this something that started in the states? I would or? say yeah, states uh, or in Europe. Okay. Yeah. Where you print a whole sheet and they put it on trucks and things like that. Okay. That's how it all started. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But when did it actively like right now? Even you know the states, all around the world, raps are happening. But when did it become commercialized the way it is today? I think. Uh, in the 2000s obviously 2000 past 5 years 5 years I've been in business for like 11 years right now yeah but back the last then, five years ago. 11 years ago weren't they already established uh, rap guys maybe even in the states yeah back then the rap guys were, were all fleet rappers oh wow yeah huh mm -hmm. then the thing is because super car owners yeah when you buy a car like a Ferrari you can't beat it right away because also you I've been 
Watch you there. Yeah, okay. I, I started my business, Motorsport Playground, in 2008. Yeah. Right? Around March, though. Okay. The shop opens. But, like, in October, this event company that, that does uh, things for for um, Dell, okay. they sent me to Seattle, China. In the first year? In the first year. Is 
the same. You are joking. There's no website. I don't even you have are, a website. And you have built up this brand. I don't really have time to like. Oh. Really the thing is, I want to do it myself. Like a lot of clients, my clients want to web development. Yes. Must, let me build your website. Right. So we negotiate, but I want to do it myself. I want to because I, I don't I don't see. You're Mr. OCD, la. Yeah. You're OCD, man. What they propose is just too old school or too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then now you don't you don't have the time for that, dude. So I never had a website. Many others as well, because there's so many of them. But him, 
that guy knows a craft that he knew nothing about 11 years ago. Correct. And look at you have made him a professional. Correct. Is he educated? Well, I mean, not 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 really. You see what I'm saying? No, I'm, I'm trying to look yeah. at what. So it's the same way. Like what I do as well. Some of my suppliers, the Bangladeshi boys, they have come here with with nothing much in their hands. Correct, correct. And look at the journey that they've. Look at this journey you've created correct, for him. Correct. So correct. I think I mean one of the reasons why I brought you on was not just for you to share your story, but it's just that. I've watched your journey because I've been working with you for as long as we have and it means that I've actually been working with you from the day you started you know and I didn't know that because I think we started I started hiring you back in 2008 about there uh, and, and not knowing that that was your early because you, you was you look so established you know I just assumed you were in the business as long as I have been but it's been an exciting journey I mean I mean if I may say you know you're you're wrapping cars for the Sultan down south you know who's yeah. you know who's huge in motorsports, Sultan of Johor. All right, bro. So it's uh, we're back for round three. Uh, so the GoPro has been heating up because Remus is too hot to handle. The motorsport story is too hot to handle. So this is the third time we're coming back online. But you know what? Great things, stories must be told. So we're talking about Nasir, your Bangladeshi, and all that. But you know what people don't see is. The journey behind all this, what we've been doing behind the scenes. So you were just telling me while we were fixing this about the fact that you're on the floor, Nase is doing his thing, and and boss and right hand man working hand in hand. You know, no no hierarchy, no no ego. Yep. It's all left on the floor, and people come in and they're like, "Remus, what the hell are you doing on the floor?" I mean, like in motorsport program, if you walk into motorsport program, yep. if you don't know. Who I am. Yeah. Everybody dressed the same. Of I'll course. be like this t-shirt for the past eleven years. Of course. Everybody dressed the same. Yep. In shorts, in this black tee. Yep. And nobody knows who's the boss. Yep. I've got people who come to me and say, "Hey, I know your boss. You give me good discount, huh? I know Rivers." I'm looking at him like, uh, "Okay, I ask my boss." You know, like, yeah, I know your boss. His name is Remus. Oh my god! Okay, okay, bro. That's some funny shit, man. Yeah, man, that's funny shit, man. No, because the thing is, you're so unassuming. You really are, and and I think that's the beauty. That's one of the reasons why. Uh, allow me to say this: where why you're doing so well is because you're still very humble. You're still very approachable, and I think people can see the relationship you have with your team, and you treat them as equals. You treat your boys and girls as peers. I have never seen you treat them like I'm the boss. You do what I do. I see a very happy environment among your team. But sometimes when things don't go well, I explode. No, I don't. But you see, the difference about that, Rimas, and the same goes with me. I explode when I want it to be done my way. Correct. But my team knows that I care for them. I love them, correct. and I will always fight for them. Yes, correct. And I think you're the same. I yeah. think you are the same. I mean, we are very demanding. We push the boundaries, but we're very fair. And, and I think, especially the fact that Nasir has been with you for 11 years, my right-hand man for 14 years, uh, my right-hand woman for seven years, yeah. they wouldn't have been there and stayed this long if all we were were tyrants. Yes, correct. If we were correct. just barking dogs and, and just shoving it down their throats. I think that's where, because both of us are, are built differently, we are creative men, and creative men come... Generally, with a lot of hot tempers. Yes, right. When things don't go well, I'll, I'll tell them like, "No, you can't do this. This is yep. wrong." I'll explain yep. Yep. right then. Then. Yep. No, I understand. I, I, I hear you. So now I, I can. I mean, I've always known that I've seen you in action, but now I know that we're pretty much cut very similarly mm -hmm. because we're driven by the passion of what we do. You know, 
Right. You know, so I think that's amazing, man. Like, I mean, so what? What's next? What else do you have? Any goals? Any dreams? I mean, because you are busy round the clock. You're as busy as I am. You're traveling more than I am. You live out of a suitcase so much, and yet you've got an amazing team here who's still getting cars done round the clock on the on the dot. What's next? I think um, I'm given a good opportunity. I mean, we work with 3M very closely. Yep. Um, you were there this year in the HQ. Yeah, I mean, like earlier this year, we were sent to Minnesota, which is the 3M HQ. My housemate lives there. Yeah? Ah. My Malaysian girl, we went to school together in Michigan. She works for 3M. No way. Yeah. Wow, it's cold. When we went there, it's uh, minus 37 degrees, man. <laughs> it was the coldest in 20 years. So, yeah, um, in January, we were sent there um, for 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 um, two weeks. Okay. Um, to be trained. Yeah. We went to Denver, we went to LA, and yep. we went to the HQ in Minnesota. Okay. Um, I think the next is um, I will be a trainer. Okay. For 3M to train the new dealers. The new no kidding. Is yeah. that happening? I mean, yeah, it, it is. Um, when I'll be uh, setting up my training center, which is yeah, uh, okay. Now my place is being is getting renovated. The current place. No way. It's already started. The wow. upstairs is just being demolished now. So wow. slowly we're gonna have like a proper 3M training center. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's um. And they are yeah. giving their mark of approval, like you are certified. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been certified since I was the first in Malaysia to be certified as a as a as a car rapper. Yeah. When did that happen? Wow. Well, I think. Uh, well, I've got like, but I never put up the certificate. I mean, I was gonna say, dude. Two days ago, 3M came like this. Uh, they gave me a certificate to certify me again for 2019. So I was the first in Malaysia. I think now it's like I think uh, a few more shops. Uh, uh, they are being certified. They, they got certified too. But uh, yeah. so you're the pioneer then. You're definitely yeah, yeah, one of the yeah, pioneers yeah. of large-scale car wrapping. Correct. Correct. So wow. Yeah. We are talking to the Shifu of car wrap. <laughs> wow. Shifu. Yeah. 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 Damn, son. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, I. I, I, I didn't doubt I, it. I didn't doubt it. But yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. But I've never ever thought that I'm a Shifu. I'm always just doing what I enjoy See, doing. But that's the beauty of it. No, you're still so humble. And I think that's one of the reasons I wanted to share your story. Uh, today to get you here and talk is about people who know you or people who don't you're still the same guy dude you've not yeah, changed yeah. from day one and I think that's one of the reasons why we get along very well because I, I love it when people still stay true to themselves they, they they leave their egos at the door and and they just bring their A game day in and day out and, and I know of many people like that and a lot of these people are still involved in my lives I do business with them and I think that is what the essence of a lot of people once they become successful or, or once they feel they've made it then they forget these things Yep. Do you get what I mean? And I think you are the epitome. You're a walking example that, I mean, dude, you get flown around the world to wrap some amazing cars. And for anyone who is driven by motorsports or is into cars and into fast cars and all that, you, you are a great example. And yet you're still here. Nobody would believe that you are, uh, you are who you are. You're still so humble. You refuse to accept the accolades thrown at you. But in reality, it is what it is. You have earned the respect of not just 3M, but some of the, the, the biggest guys in town from the billionaires of Malaysia to the multi-millionaires who are coming to you. And you know the beauty of it, I've heard you say so many times, you've talked about these guys like they're just your, your macha. We just hear of these guys, okay? We know of them, but you know them and you know them on a personal level and you personally have said, that guy is a great guy or that guy is such a nice guy. Dude, you have said that so many times of so many people. I don't even know them from Adam, but their personalities or their well-known guys or their business titans, their icons. And you get a chance to work with them 
and you see the other side, you you see the boy in them. Right. They come to you as little boys who are still like, yeah, you know, boys with their bloody big toys. Those guys are, when they're up there, they're very humble. They call me up. Are you Remus? Yeah, okay, I've got this car to wrap, you know, yep. da, 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 yep. Then when they describe the car, yep. I'll be like, damn, that's, that's the car. There's only one in Malaysia. And this car is like two million US dollar. Then they're like, oh, oh, uh, 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 Oh, and they're calling you bro la half the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone is broing the hui And then when they're up there, they be like, Remus, don't call me Tan Street. Just, just, just call me by my name or call me bro, bro. You, you see what I mean? Yeah. So what I'm trying to bring out here is, I'm not talking about these men. I'm talking about the fact that you have been hunted out by them and you've already earned their respect without them even knowing or having met you. So your works is speaking for itself. They are coming to you on the basis that you are the best guy to get the job done. And these are, are men who... Probably it's gonna take a lot for an everyday person to just get their business per se or to earn their respect But you have earned respect Just based on your track record You know, so I think the story here that I wanted to bring out was the fact that you've just been hustling working hard Following your heart's desires working with passion. You're still driven from day one till today and it looks like it's not stopping and I just wanted to bring out that story because a lot of people now want to make it quick. They want to make it fast. Nobody wants to put in the time. Correct, correct. But they want to make it. But here you are, 11 years later, still going strong, still going hard. And, and you got the biggest names, the who's who of society coming to you and treating you like there's one of their homeboys. And then you are like, your lower jaw is on the floor. Like, holy crap, I'm talking to so-and-so. But so-and-so has just bro zoned me yeah, which yeah. has basically that means you're in their inner circle you know and you didn't even try it was just based on the fact that you're Remus Chang of Motorsport Playground and your work has been speaking for itself that is what I'm trying to draw out here the fact that just through the work of your hands legitimate honest hard work legitimate <laughs> honest hard work yeah, and yeah. literally dude yours is the work of your hands honestly man it's not just a saying, uh, you are physically holding that blinking thing that smoothens out stickers. Correct. And these guys are coming out and looking out for you. So I think, you know how powerful that is? I don't know if you've ever realized it. You have actually gotten respect of some big guns and you haven't even met them maybe. And they are already coming to you already with the preconceived notion that Remus Chung is a man's man, is a man of his word. He's going to take care of my $2 million toy or $8 million toy bring it and he's gonna do the best work yet and I'm gonna walk away pleased and knowing that I'm in the hands of the best man in the business you get what I'm saying yeah yeah so I think that's the story the journey that I wanted to pull out which I know you'll never say on your own account but hearing you hearing you now and knowing how you've been doing it I can speak on your behalf and I can say that which is why I mean case in point huh? like this year you were too busy for me Finally, you said, John, this is the period, I'll be free. And I told myself, you know what? I have to wait for Remus. I have to. And I know that many of us out there will wait for you. That is how good your work is, dude. People are willing. At the end of the anyway, it's not like wrapping our cars is the most urgent thing on the face of the earth. Lah. You know, life will go on. Yeah, but yeah. we want you to physically be involved because only then we are guaranteed that if Remus is involved, we're going to get the work that we want. You get what I mean? Correct, correct. Like even when you were coming up with the artwork for my Beamer, it, it took a couple of rounds. Correct. But then when you finally had a bit of uh, peace of mind and a free mind, 
you sat down and you came up with it. I'm like, man, dude, I was just waiting for the magic. The, the best time for me to work is when I'm on a plane. I can imagine. I don't get phone calls. I, I get my. I can my imagine. Time. It's me and my computer. I can imagine. That's where I work best. I, I create the best design when I'm on a plane. See, so you know, it's it's amazing all these little backstories. Uh, the the who's who's the man behind it? You know, it's like it's crazy, dude. Like because you know your journey, uh, people pretty much know your your your. They see what you're doing, but now we've had a chance to pull it out and hear this backstory. And I'm telling you, it's so freaking amazing that you're still going at it. And, and you're not even done, you know. It's like, I don't even know when you're ever going to not have the same energy levels that you have. You know, it's crazy. It's it's yeah. pretty cool. So, I mean, besides the 3M thing, is there anything else that, you know, like what else is, is driving you or what else is, is coming or is there something we can look forward to? I mean, apart from cars, I've done planes. Yeah. I've done boats. Yeah. First plane is cool. I've, I'm, I've been sent to like uh, China yeah. to do planes for the... New Year's Eve uh, really? show, yeah. So, and I was um, uh, this guy. He's a uh, Mark. He's okay. a very well-known pilot. So he, he Mark Jefferson. So okay. He, he has this company called the uh, Air Show. It's quite popular. Uh. Okay. So and he contacted us. He's like, Remus, I want you to rent my planes. I'm like, whoa, come on. He's like the one of the best in the world. He 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 goes to like around the world to to do. Whoa. You know, acrobatic uh, stunts on his on his plane. So, oh really? Yeah, man. We were sent to China to wrap the plane, and then we saw the plane on TV. It was it was amazing, man. That's crazy, I mean, uh, I mean, this this wrapping thing is not only restricted to cars. No, of course. But of course, it's cooler to cars because it appeals to more no, larger audience. No, of course. I mean, you've done motorbikes, I know. Motorbikes, planes, um, MacBooks. Uh, <coughs> yeah, MacBooks. Anything <coughs> you want us to wrap? I've seen you wrap just about anything, man. It's yeah, man. Like. Anything you want me to wrap? I probably need to yeah. bring my mountain bike and get you to do some magic, like. You know? Yeah, yeah. Have you wrapped bikes yet? Yeah, yeah, of course. Bicycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like specialized. You've uh, done. Yeah, yeah. Specialized. Bring, bring no bikes. No kidding. Man. I was bikes. joking. We've done bikes for for a lot of famous people, man. Like uh, wow. they, they. Yeah, because this guy, his name is Ben. He, he's he's with Specialized. Yeah. And um, and he brings all his clients. Um, you know, Dude. brings like bikes that's like a seventy thousand ringgit, yep. hundred thousand ringgit. He bring it to my shop, and then. We will apply, you know, graphic have you, stickers. Have you thought about becoming a, a speaker just to, you know, invigorate and empower the younger, the younger gen? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? If given an opportunity, I can. Have you yeah. done it yet? Uh, not really. But sometimes I get camera shy. I'll be like, uh, uh, uh. So I need practice. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I just think that you, because you're still so hype, you still, you know, have this swag about you. I think you can actually connect and reach out to a lot of this younger gen who if they were to hear you talk they feel that they can relate better to you versus like say to a real motivational speaker or right, someone who's right. going to come in because they feel that they can't connect as well but I, I just hearing you talk and, and given this energy that you you know uh, exuding I, I think you know there's something to keep in mind you know because I think colleges and universities and even schools yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you will do very well with that age that age group yeah. you know and I think it's, it'll be—it's all about giving back. And I think correct, you know, correct. why not? With yeah. the journey that you've had, I think I think it'll be something cool to look because into. Back then, people used to laugh at me like, "Oh, rapping cars? Are you for real, man? <laughs> like, hey, don't waste your time." Even my dad's like, "Come on, give up, lah! Like, you spend 24 hours, you don't sleep, you're trying to wrap this car, you're not yeah. even doing it right." Right. I'm like, dude, dad, I'm happy doing what I'm 
There you go. That's yeah. about the best yeah. of basis of it. Even I don't it. sleep. Yeah. I feel happy. That's the basis yeah. of it. We don't want to travel like yeah. women, you know, like in Mongolia, wrapping yeah. a car. Yeah. I mean, like clients would be like, "Rima, hey, it's time to go home, but I want to stay. I want to stay. I want to do, you know." Right. So, I mean, clients would be like, when they come the next day, I'm still working. Right. They come at eight in, in the morning. Right. We're still doing what we're doing because we enjoy. I enjoy. Of what course, I do. of course. So I mean, do you have anything to to say before we just kind of wrap it up? Because you know, I think you know you've got a schedule to catch up with, and I want to make oh, roads are a bit tight here. No, but what would you want to put on record, man? Just as a point of I think um, whatever we do, we have to be responsible. Uh, I mean, if you promise someone, yeah. make sure you do it right. Yeah. Or else, or don't do it at all. So go big or go home. Yeah, man. Do it. Do it properly. Be sincere. Yeah. Don't cheat. Don't lie. You want to take up a job? Make sure you do it 110%. Give that 10% more, man. There we go. I mean, it's, it's all about literally giving it your all every single yep. time. And always be original. Always yep. be original. For me, I sleep very little. You know, after work, I'll still I'll be still on my computer trying to design things for my client. Yeah. I want to do it myself because the personal touch is there. There you go. And I want to give it the best. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it from the king of raps, Malaysia's very own king of raps, and he ain't no rapper, although he's got the swag, he's got them, he's got the, the whole vibe about a rapper, if he ever was a rapper, we'll call him MC Reem, but this is Remus Chang of Motorsport Playground, who shared his journey as the, how passion and a drive can actually put you on the world sphere. This guy is going around the globe, rapping cars and planes, if you've just heard. So what a journey. And I truly hope that somebody has gotten something out of this. So if you want to wrap anything out there, this man can wrap it for you. All right. My name is Jiggy John. This is the Jiggy John Show, episode five, couple edition. Rima Strong, thank you very much, brother. Been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And we will look forward to more cool people in the hot seat and work on these GoPro issues. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>